0: So what I was saying was I when I tune in to a podcast or anything, when people are talking over each other, I get irritated. I just mm. it's like you lose me. <laughs> Take turns. Yes. Or just <laughs> wait until you say something. Wait, there's a pause. I'm not saying you gotta drag it out, but it's irritating to me. So I don't wanna be that. I do not wanna be that person. I'm gonna be that person. It's I know noise. I will.
1: It's noise.
0: It's noise. Noise
1: bother, baby. Noise this bother sound of you offends this me. sound of you offends me. <laughs> that, that was a funny story. <laughs> okay, and with that, I guess, uh, welcome everybody to the inaugural podcast of jk Foreplay. I am Jay.
0: And I am Kay.
1: Why are we not using our real names? I don't know, because our real picture is up on the podcast. I know, our right? Work. But I don't know.
0: Maybe that's a reveal later on. Yeah, maybe that's a (laughs) reveal. I don't don't really think anybody fucking cares what our name is. (laughs) This This is is for us anyway. This is for
1: us. We're doing this for us. And if you guys can, uh, if you happen to get something out of it, great. But this is our creative outlet. We decided to do this because we feel we have good communication. We feel like we have a good relationship and we want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. And I think we want to encourage others to have good relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean... Okay, so this is not my first marriage. You know, I was married for 20 years prior, and I didn't even know I was in an abusive, emotionally abusive relationship. And I wouldn't say emotional abuse, like he told me I was a piece of shit or, you know, Mm -hmm. any of that. It was just very, I lost my identity. I was in a very controlling situation. I had no idea that marriage could be this fun, you know. I had right. a completely different experience the first time around. So I'm I'm really enjoying this, and I'm really hoping that what we're doing can somehow be an infectious mm-hmm. situation, not like STD or anything, but
1: <laughs> infectious to a where... A good STD.
0: Right. Is there a good STD? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's another episode altogether. But I'm hoping that we can inspire other people to have fun in their marriage, have fun in their life. Life is way too short.
1: Well, you always hear, you know, marriage is work yeah. you hear that growing up marriage is work and so when you're in a marriage it's you know it's the frog in the boiling water paradox right it you're constantly being warmed to the fact that it's work and then eventually you realize it's all work and no fun or you know like you said even maybe slightly abusive mm-hmm. somehow
0: mm-hmm. or majorly abusive for some or majorly people.
1: abusive for some people but you think that you're normal right you you need Outside perspective and hopefully that's what we can provide. You know, we neither of us knew that it could be like this
0: No, oh my
1: gosh, this is what love is. This is what marriage is. So we wanted to share and, yeah and do that um, As for me, you know, I was married for 15 years as well been divorced for five and I feel that's important um, You need to find yourself after divorce. You need to get back to center get back to who you are and be comfortable with yourself before you're ready to move on and meet somebody because if you're still in that dependent stage that dependent frame of mind It's it's not gonna work
0: Well, and I think you know, it's important to point out too that everybody has a different experience when you're married mm-hmm. or you're partnered up with somebody You had two children. hmm I did not have any children still have two children. Yeah, you s- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They managed to escape death <laughs> Um, But yeah, I I didn't have kids. So that dynamic wasn't in my relationship. Mm -hmm. But it was in yours. It still is. Mm -hmm. So I understand that takes a completely different toll on on your marriage.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's it. I think couples lose focus on themselves. And it's all about the children, which isn't I'm not saying that's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's important. You know, you're their guide and. Moral compass and and all of that you want to raise them to be good people, hopefully Um, But yeah, I I don't know if it's inevitable that the marriage suffers right because of that but in mine it certainly did Um,
0: Well, I think there's plenty of marriages out there that have very successful child rearing and mm -hmm. Successful marriages, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe on the surface. I don't know but Mm -hmm. you don't hear about the positives anymore and I think that's another reason why we wanted to put this broadcast out because there's so many people out there saying, you need therapy. Go to therapy.
1: Well, and just the news in general is so depressing. It is. Why not something positive mm-hmm. on your commute or happy. during your day? or Yeah, that's Let's exactly. get happy. Yeah. So we were single. Yeah. I was single for about five years.
0: I was single about six years.
1: Yep. We got to know ourselves and <laughs> we got to know dating apps. Right. <laughs> well,
0: let's preface this with... To go on a dating app, you have to be
1: brave. (laughs) You have to have a thick skin.
0: Thick skin.
1: You have to be ready for creeps. Oh, your bullshit. On both sides, male and female.
0: Your bullshit monitor has to be honed. So if you haven't done the inner work on yourself a little bit to get to know what your bullshit is, you know, the dating app is really just going to accentuate all the flaws on both sides, I think.
1: And we're going to talk a little bit about Bumble, but really this is true for any dating app because as we discovered, it's the same people on all the apps, right? <laughs> I mean, you find that out pretty quick. Like you're, you're fed up with Bumble. So you go look at OkCupid,
0: okay right?
1: And it's the same faces all over again. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, in five or six years on those apps, right? On again, off again, on again, off again. And I don't know how many times I looked at it and went, he's still fucking on there. And without realizing, uh, Ponto, you are too.
1: You are still on there. You're still on here. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. But it makes me wonder if we went back on there, if we would still see the same people. We've been married, well, we've been together three years now. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, yes, not a long relationship We're going to have
1: those people that say you're still on the puppy puppy love stage it's still new
0: it's completely different
1: it it, it having been married before we mm-hmm. can say that yeah it's completely different yeah. than the first three years of our previous marriages we we have yet to have a fight and and i know that's not you know an indicator of a great future or anything but we feel we communicate really well and that's the reason that we haven't had a fight in fact <laughs> just talking about podcast today we communicate so well um, I said something earlier today. is like, oh, don't talk about that. Take a note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can talk about it in a podcast. Like, wait, how's that going to work with our excellent communication that now we have to not communicate and take notes? So we got to figure that out.
0: Well, that goes back to your your lovely little JK tip, right? Mm. Post-it notes.
1: Yeah. The foreplay tips on our Twitter channel. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's awesome. I love those. That, no, things. it's
1: JKP podcast.
0: JKP podcast. I think.
1: You know what? I'm going to have to look. It's new. I don't, oh. I don't have it down yet.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's what happens when we have sex toys, too. He has to get out the instructions and go, wait, where's the button? What are we? Who what are we are doing? We? Hang on. Is it supposed to move like that?
1: Yeah, at JKP podcast.
0: You can get all your little JKP sex tips. hmm That's what you're talking about. Just the tip.
1: Just a foreplay tip. Shh. Yeah.
0: That's that's what you have to do. Yeah, that, yeah. You'll have to reroute that's that It's called one. edging here. Edging? Mm-hmm. What is that?
1: Just putting the tip in and out.
0: Oh Lord! Really? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: oh yeah. my
1: God! <laughs> so on their Twitter page, there is a picture of us. Hmm. That's one of our favorite pictures of us. That's one of our favorites. And the uh, the wallpaper is one of our favorite drinks called the Hope Diamond. So maybe someday we'll we'll put the recipe on there. But it's uh, it's really interesting. It's a very good drink. That's our Friday night. That's our to. Friday night. Yep. So why Bumble for you?
0: Well, I think. Probably like most women on Bumble, it gave me a certain feeling of control. I didn't. I didn't like on the other sites where creeps would just all of a sudden say something to me or mm-hmm. send me a picture. Back then, it wasn't illegal to send a dick pic, so right. a lot of guys would, you know, that would be their wave. Hey, here's my dick, <laughs> and it was completely offensive. You know, why would you do that? How hard up do you have to be? Has that worked?
1: You yeah. know. Is that- well, it must, it must, right? It it must hit once in a while. It's like spam.
0: Well, I think it's important to point out that not not just guys are creeps. There's a lot of women out yeah. there. I can think of one that I know right off the top of my head that <laughs> she's a little creepy, right? She yeah. knows a little bit too much about a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I just think that it's it's on both sides. But getting back to Bumble, Bumble was it was user friendly, you know. I liked the fact that you could tell where people were in geographic location, and that changed. When you changed, it changed. On some of the apps back then, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I found it easy and and comfortable. It was kind of, I don't want to say like getting fixed up with a friend, but after a mm-hmm. while, you started to learn, you the know. The ins and outs. Right, the ins and outs. <laughs> the ins and outs. <laughs> You said in and
1: out did, Oh, did I mention we're 12?
0: We are 12 <clears throat> Yeah So why bumble for you?
1: For me because it empowered women and that was important to me was always always safety, you know as a man Whether it's accurate or not. I walk around feeling pretty safe mm-hmm. And I feel for women these days, you know when you have to worry about getting a drink at somebody in a bar And worrying about if they're dropping rehypnol in your drink or you know Stuff like that, being followed home, being followed out to the parking lot, always making sure that, you know, you're walking with somebody. Stuff like that doesn't occur to guys. We just walk, you know. And it's
0: funny, as a female, those have all happened to me, and Mm. it becomes second nature where you start getting your little spider sense up, like, is this guy a creep, Mm -hmm. or am I just overreacting?
1: So that's why Bumble for me. That was important. (laughs) And then our first Bumble that you said, yeah, come on over to my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) So... That blew that completely out Dude, of Dude, I'm a
0: massage therapist. I'm used to having people come over to my house. And Yeah,
1: I did not know that you had guns stashed all over and you had neighbors ready to jump in if something went wrong. I did not know that. Right. But I'm getting ahead of our topic here. So that's why Bumble for me. Uh, it, it put the power, at least initially, to the woman to contact the man first. In mm-hmm. any app, though, you can sever the match at any time. So so that's good.
0: So when a woman would reach out to you on Bumble, mm-hmm. were there some things that were a turnoff and some that generated some interest?
1: Oh yeah. I mean you gotta try. I mean, ladies, you can't just say hi. That's Come a good on. point, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that you reach out first. You have to make it engaging. We have to, you know, know that you're not just passing the buck for us to start things. Um, I mean Okay, hi, what so I'm that immediately says now I have to be the one that's creative and drives this relationship And that puts a lot of responsibility on the guy Not saying that there's not a lot of responsibility on the woman to come up But you guys have time, you know, you can because I don't know you're gonna message me right. You can sit there and think about it for a day or two where you say hi to me. Now. I'm on a timer hmm Right. Yeah, now I have 24 hours to respond because once you send that initial message
0: is it hard to yeah. respond to hi? <laughs> you have twenty four hours to think about hi, and that that really is. Well,
1: it does, you have you have to set the tone. <laughs> um, it's just you got to try. I mean, what if a guy just said hi? I mean, there's there's no effort there.
0: Well, I used to get that, but I yeah. used to get the dick pics too. Yeah. Did you used to get those from women? I, I mean, not that...
1: get dick pics from women,
0: dude. That's a completely different episode. <laughs>
1: No, never. In, in fact, quite the opposite. Um, I I was talking, chatting with a woman on Bumble once, and she was saying how guys can be pigs. I mean, she wasn't calling me that. She was just saying the experience. She was talking about the experience that she had on there. And I work out. I, I am on my treadmill every day, pretty much, and was back then as well, um, if I wasn't outside running. And one time she texted me, and uh, I said, you know, I would text you back or I would call you back I think we were just about at the calling stage I said but I'm breathing heavy right now haha ha, I'm on my treadmill and that was it she was done you're a pig I'm done
0: breathing heavy she just naturally assumed she that just you naturally
1: assumed that I was trying to make a snide comment I guess I mean
0: or that you were jerking off was, while you were talking was, to well, her I was
1: playing a little bit I'm like I am breathing heavy but I'm on the treadmill. like I told her why the
0: ambiguous statement yeah. that could be seen as flirty
1: that was it she was done done yeah That's okay. She was like 35 miles away. So (laughs) geographically
0: unavailable.
1: (laughs) Geographically. Yes. So that was, you get those experiences on Bumble though, where you just chat is hard. There's no emotion conveyed by a chat. So you don't know, you can't read the people's faces. You can't get a gut feeling of what it is they're trying to say.
0: I understand, and I've heard so many people say that, that mm-hmm. you can't get a emotion or a feeling from a text. I'm an empath. I mm-hmm. immediately read into the text an emotion because that's how I communicate. Mm-hmm. I communicate through my emotions. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or ugly, <laughs> you're going to get the authentic yeah. me. So... Once you get to know somebody, it's a little bit easier to decipher their text, mm-hmm. you know, how they generally run their baseline, if they're normally an angry person or sarcastic or whatever, mm-hmm. um, sexually explicit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But typically, I can get emotions from, from a text.
1: You can. I mean... Because
0: words w- matter.
1: Words yeah. matter. People words need to matter. learn.
0: Words matter.
1: You need to be good with words. Absolutely. And you can be.
0: If you, if you practice communication,
1: if you practice communication, I work for a company that's primarily text. Mm. So you, you get to know what I mean by that is, you know, we use Slack a lot in our company and you get to know where you, you have to say, Hey, I'm only joking or, you know, uh, this is meant lightheartedly, you know, however you convey that you need to convey it, whether it's through emojis or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it can be done. Um, but there's an art to it, for sure.
0: So a woman would reach out and she would say, hi. hmm Hi. So
1: I'd have to think of something interesting, which, you know, is that lazy on my part, I guess, now that I say that out loud, you know, because do I just want to answer somebody and have them take the lead? I don't know, maybe, but just hi. I don't know. It just seems kind of boring. Like, I'm passing the baton. You start.
0: Typically, when I got hi, I would... <laughs> Well, not high that way, but (laughs) when I got a high on chat, I would say either this person is intimidated by this whole process or lazy. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like you said, no forethought, no... Passing the buck. Yeah, just I'm just going to put it out there and whatever comes back to me. Too passive. I put a lot of thought into mine. You
1: did. I I, loved yours. I
0: put a lot of thought into mine. I put a lot of thought into the pictures that I put on there. Mm -hmm. I didn't do any... Obviously, nudes or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I showed a little bit of skin, just my midriff, right? Mm-hmm. Half shirt and shorts.
1: Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, when you first see somebody, it's a physical reaction.
0: Well, I, it's like I told my friend. We were mm-hmm. talking about online dating and we were talking about our profile pictures and stuff like that. And I told her, I said, you need to show a little bit of skin. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the flirting stage. This right. is, you know, the, the peacock stage. You've got to put out your best colors. You've got mm-hmm. to, you know, walk your walk and do your thing. And one of the things that I told her was the amount of skin that you show should relay how far you're willing to go. Interesting. So... Like I said, I had shorts and a half shirt on. Mm -hmm. At first, that's all you're getting. (laughs) That is all you're getting. That's as far as I'm willing to go. But it was a good pick,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I thought. Good enough to put it on there and be vulnerable to anybody. Well, I didn't get any complaints, which Mm -mm. was nice. But it took a lot for me to put it out there because I'm not that kind of girl. I bet. I'm not that kind of girl. And whenever you do put yourself out there, like you were saying, thick skin, you have to be ready for somebody to come back and go, I can't believe you put that picture out there.
1: Because mm-hmm. you know, there's
0: all the haters and people who...
1: You even said that about one of my pictures that you couldn't believe I put my boys in there.
0: Yeah. Well, for me as a mm-hmm. woman, I wouldn't want pictures of my children out on the internet because mm-hmm. there's a lot of weirdos out there. Yeah. And not that I think they're going to come after my kids, but they could be out jerking off to my picture. Yeah, I don't know? think I would
1: do that again. Right. Um, what I was trying to convey with that picture is that, you know, my kids like me, that I'm a good father because that picture, I mean, they were smiling big and...
0: You were having you fun. Know,
1: we were having fun. And that's that's the only thing I wanted to convey. But that's a, that's an excellent point and I didn't think of that at the time. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea to put your kids on the internet. Anybody really without their permission. Right, right. Um, you know, and that's, that's changed since what, eight years ago.
0: So when you saw pictures of somebody with somebody else in the photo, mm-hmm. what, I mean, if they're face was blocked out or if their face was there did it change the way you viewed their profile
1: so i'm a, I'm a technology guy so at that point i would have been impressed that they knew how to do that <laughs> to blur a face or to, to put something over their face you know you know i came across pictures on bumble where it was a picture of a picture wow yeah, like really? a snapshot of a, a physical picture and it's like nope as a technology guy, that turned me off. Like, yeah, I am not teaching you how to use a computer. That's not going to be what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. So, well,
0: um, there's another another thing that we should talk about is, you know, how do you swipe left or right? Is it based on looks? Is it based on the profile?
1: I so for me, it was I had to get a vibe from the pictures. I, I don't want to say looks. I mean, they're important, especially that, that very first pass, but it was the vibe. What are the vibe of the pictures? Are they having fun? Are they someplace interesting? You know, is it an, a unique original picture? And then if the vibe clicked with me, then I looked at the bio. Hmm. Um, and either the bio agreed with the vibe or disagreed with the vibe, or it gave me a bad vibe. So if I got a good vibe from the picture and the bio agreed with that, then I would swipe, what is it, left for a match. I don't, I don't even remember anymore. I don't either. I
0: thought it was right for a match, left yeah, for I, gone.
1: I would swipe for a match.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, so I had been on there at the time, was it six years? Was it five or six years before we met? So I had gone through the whole yeah. gamut a couple of times, mm-hmm. on and off, on and off.
1: Yeah, you see the same people over and over. Right. Bumble entry re- after what? Two months, it reintroduces the same people like, Mm -hmm. hey, you haven't found anybody yet. How about this dude again or this gal again?
0: Right. Well, I remember specifically looking for the opposite of what I had been dating or what I was married to.
1: That'd be me, folks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And you were. You were (laughs) not located in the town that I was living in. You, Mm -hmm. I mean, you weren't that far, but you were in this little podunk town. Mm -hmm. Not much out there. Um, I couldn't understand why anybody was out there. That was under the age of 50. (laughs) Because there wasn't... I mean, talk about going to work. Like, you're driving all the way into the city to to go to work. I didn't know. But anyway... You didn't know
1: I worked from home at the time. Right.
0: I didn't. Because back then, not everybody did. Yeah. It was before 2020. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that under religious status, you put atheist. Mm -hmm. I had just been incorporated into the Christian fellowship that Mm -hmm. I was dealing with at the time. So I was... I had already been on a spiritual journey for the last 10 years. And
1: this is a whole other show of folks, Opposites Attract. Yes. (laughs) We'll talk about that in depth in some other show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I, you know, I had been traveling on this spiritual path that was turning into a Christian path. And then I finally went back to spiritual path. But atheism in my circle was considered taboo. Oh, no. He's, oh yeah. He's
1: he's atheist. Oh yeah. We're devil worshipers don't. You? Oh
0: my god, she's going to go to the dark <laughs> side. You know. So it was very mm-hmm. I remember when people started looking at your Facebook and they're like And they're like He's atheist. Yep. He's atheist. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> this is going to be a great ride. You know. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. Um and then the other thing was that you were a tech guy. You were a geek. Mm-hmm. I wasn't used to being with geeks. Mm-mm. I was primarily into law enforcement. You know, mm-hmm. law enforcement was the circle that I had been married into, mm-hmm. that had become my world. It was very conservative, very strict, very regimented, very private. You know. Yeah. And um, you were also vegan, and I was <laughs> predominantly a you meat were eater. Not. <laughs> I was a meat eater: meat, bread, <laughs> and potatoes. You can imagine what my waistline looked like.
1: Your waistline looked great.
0: <laughs> that's back when I could eat chocolate cake,
1: mm. Mm. and run seven miles a day.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> run, Forest. So, so
1: that, but that brings us to the topic of: you have to be honest in your your profile, your online dating profile. You have to have up to date pictures. You have to be honest in your profile. Otherwise, what are you doing?
0: Well, what that's one of the things I think the biggest. Complaint most people have about online dating is they didn't look like their pictures when we
1: met. Oh, yeah.
0: I was always the girl where people describe me as, oh, she looks better in person than she does in
1: pictures. <laughs> so I'm like, wait,
0: I don't know if that's a compliment, but to hire thanks. a new photographer. Right. That's funny, though.
1: <laughs>
0: that's funny. But yeah, I mean, so you were very much my opposite. You were mm-hmm. not in the town that I was living in. You were atheist, you were vegan, and you were a geek. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be happier. So <laughs> I think the moral of this story, y'all, is to be open. Be you know, open. be open because mm-hmm. what you think is your perfect match might be completely opposite mm-hmm. to what you really need in life in order to be balanced, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to find somebody just like you. Right. We are very much alike in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But those initial things, we were very much different.
1: We learned a lot from each other. And I think. Through that learning and communication, we learned how to communicate Mm -hmm. and learn and, you know, understand that differences. Just because I bend one way doesn't mean you bend that way. And that's okay. (laughs) Although you do bend most ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to try. That's what yoga is about.
1: So that was, I mean, primarily that was our experience using Bumble is you find somebody where you like their pictures, their bio vibes with their pictures. You meet them
0: hmm
1: It's accurate
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Right, right and you go from there which leads us to our first date from bumble.
0: Oh lord <laughs> our first date
1: our, our very our I... First meeting I think is what you end up calling it not our first date, right? And we hadn't talked to each other yet and she invited me over to her apartment Which I thought was really odd and I knew at this point that she was a massage therapist and guys back me up here you think massage therapist she's inviting me over to her apartment you're thinking okay there's gonna be a pimp standing outside the door um what am i getting myself into but i'm a guy i did it anyway
0: (laughs) well i wasn't too worried when you got lost
1: (laughs) yeah so on the way over i got lost and i had to call her which was the first time i heard her voice and you know it comes over the car speakers like heaven above
0: hey there
1: oh yeah and she was using her <laughs> porn voice do that again hey there yeah so i was i was hooked right there and <laughs> i was still skeptical but I was like oh boy i'm in trouble if that body and face match that voice <laughs> so i do end up she talks me in and I do end up over there and we open the door and we both thought to ourselves We talked about this before we both thought to ourselves. Oh good. They look like the picture.
0: Oh my god and This is this gonna be work. a great ride.
1: This is gonna be fun. Yeah instantly. Yeah, and all the skepticism You know, there wasn't a pimp waiting outside the door. Just my cat just her, just her <laughs> cat all that melted away It, it did was, it was gone
0: it was, it, As soon think, as we saw each other. Well, I think when you came in I gave you a hug Yes And that kind of put everything at ease. It was almost like we knew each other at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like I knew you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we had a great first date. We got to know each other. We sat on my couch, had
0: some wine, talked.
1: Mm -hmm. I brought wine, didn't I? You brought wine. Yeah, I brought wine.
0: I think we had some snacks or whatever. Guys,
1: always bring something to a first date. It doesn't have to be alcohol. I mean, maybe there's an issue on one side or the other, but flowers,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: wine, bring something. Yeah. Chivalry is not dead, guys.
0: Well, and that's the, the surest way to show good intention right mm-hmm. even in peace talks mm-hmm. people bring gifts make you know? sure it's sealed wine
1: yes but the foil still
0: <laughs> right take all the necessary precautions of being safe for sure
1: mm-hmm. so then we dated for a while
0: it wasn't too long after that i would say within that week we both decided to get off of bumble though
1: we did and that was fun yeah we
0: deleted
1: our were we in bed I remember doing that in bed and
0: I don't know if we were in bed or we were curled up on the couch maybe we were curled
1: up on the couch yeah yeah and we did both decided at the same time that's it we're we're ditching our, our, our dating apps our profiles we deleted them it was a ceremony
0: mm-hmm. yeah we did it together and I I want to say it was like within a week two weeks after we Yeah. Met. Then,
1: then we must have been curled up on the couch because it was three weeks before we slept together yeah about three weeks somewhere yeah yeah but we
0: had good times on that ottoman though
1: oh (laughs) great times on the couch on the ottoman still have that ottoman (laughs) had to be dry cleaned but we still have the ottoman
0: true true yeah so that that was our experience on dating and we never looked back and Mm -hmm. i have
1: things happened fast after that
0: they did we moved in what four months after we started dating
1: i think Started like three months, but wasn't fully moved in until about four months.
0: You were staying at the apartment with me for a while, you know, like every Friday, Saturday night.
1: Women, if you take nothing else from this show, know that a guy will do anything to be with you if they like you. Kay wanted me to come over at five o'clock in the morning and cuddle, (laughs) not sex, just cuddle. She wanted to wake up with somebody, Mm -hmm. and I lived 30 minutes away, didn't hesitate. Yes, be there.
0: Well, your kids were at your house.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I had I had the kids on the weekend.
0: Yeah. And you still made time.
1: Uh, if a guy is into you, they will make anything work. If they're not, then move they'll make on. excuses. Yeah, it's time to move on.
0: Just move on. Yeah.
1: Don't don't do that to yourself. There's no fixing that. Right. That's that's somebody's baseline personality.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Granted.
1: I think one of the reasons it moves so fast is because you and I had that experience from previous marriages. We knew what a lot of the red flags were and we weren't seeing any of them.
0: More importantly, I wasn't feeling them. Yeah. For me, it's about an emotion for me is a very powerful thing. Even the most subtle emotion mm-hmm. or the transition from one emotion to the other. There's a lot of ways that you can get manipulated. In those little transition phases, I never got that from you. Mm-hmm. I, I it was always this very smooth groove between us. I never felt like I was being manipulated. I never felt like I was manipulating you. It was just a very smooth groove.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think because of the communication that we had.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was very
0: honest and authentic mm-hmm. from the get go. Mm-hmm. Our body languages were very simpatico. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt very comfortable with your body language, your words and your body language were sinking and it made me feel there were no red flags. There were, there was nothing to be hesitant about. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept the momentum going, just kept trusting it one step at a time.
1: Mm -hmm. My mother told me one thing a long time ago. um, And that is, she gave me some advice and that was there are givers and there are takers in the world. And givers can be with givers and takers can be with takers, but a taker can't be with a giver because neither person will ever be happy We are two givers and I think that's a big difference is We always are doing something for the other person. Yeah, always and we're not keeping score We're not keeping track, you know, it's not like oh, it's my turn to do something because you did it last time It's whoever's convenient whoever's there and it works out
0: Well, even whoever feels like it, right? Mm -hmm. There's been times where I've just been exhausted after a long day. You know, Mm -hmm. massage therapy is no
1: joke. No. Physically demanding job.
0: Yeah, especially when you're doing it five, six hours a day. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get up and fucking wash dishes. (laughs) I'll eat, but I don't want to wash dishes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... You recognizing oh, man, she's had a hard day here. Let me get this for you. Let me do this for you I've Mm -hmm. got this sit there. It's fine Mm -hmm. That is always so much appreciated But it's always reciprocated too.
1: Mm -hmm. well a lot of that is you know lessons learned from our previous marriage Mm -hmm. you and that's why I think It's a great thing to have a second marriage. Yeah, you know, you learn a lot from that first marriage I was not an angel. I was not perfect me either but I learned. Yeah. I learned that okay, I really shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be thinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my spouse was not great either, and then, mm-hmm. and that made me learn that's not what I want in my next marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want that to happen. I don't want them to be like that She wasn't perfect either. I wasn't perfect, but you learn from that I think that's the important thing is no matter what your experience is at any time anywhere learn from it Right and well, and be open
0: be open to change too If Mm -hmm. you notice that there's a pattern that keeps coming up in your relationships really start to look at it and say What is my part in this? Mm Mm-hmm Is there something that I can change? Is it fundamentally in my best interest to change this? Mm -hmm. Most oftentimes, it is. If you keep coming up with the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. it's more likely it's you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that that we've talked about is you know, I know we said we don't argue, but you know, occasionally we have some serious discussions. Mm -hmm. And, And when I say serious, I mean, we're not raising voices or anything, but it's a topic that it's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It's emotional that one of us feels strongly about. And for me, I have to think about Mm. why I feel that emotion. Mm -hmm. Where is that emotion coming from? Why do I feel that way? Is it me? Is it valid? Is it you? Is it valid? And so when situations like that come up, I'm quiet. I get quiet. I get very quiet. I have to think about it.
0: Not like when you're in bed.
1: (laughs) 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 Sorry, uh, my mind went somewhere. but you are the opposite. You want to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what your emotion is because you're more in touch with your emotions. And, and that's been a conversation for us. It's like, how do we deal with that? How, you know, I want to talk about it now. Well, I want to talk about it later because I don't know how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the informal agreement we made is that you tell me all about it now mm-hmm. and you accept that, okay, I'm going to digest that and I'll come back and talk to you about it later. Mm-hmm. And that's okay.
0: One thing that you have taught me And my godmother has also chimed in on Mm -hmm. my impulsive nature to want to talk about something when somebody else isn't ready to. Mm -hmm. I have considered myself an empath, and I consider myself to be emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. I I just, I I, I, I very much relate to people's emotions. So a lot of times, especially if it's a raw issue, it's something that has triggered me. I haven't dealt with these emotions, but they come up. All of a sudden I have to spew forth the things that are coming up at me and maybe sitting with it for just a little bit to decide what is this, where did it come from, you know, and, and, you know, basically ride, recognize, identify, design, and empower myself to Mm -hmm. move through this and communicate it. Mm -hmm. You've taught me that. Mm -hmm. I'm not as eager to just throw it out there. I, I really try to consider, okay, what just happened here? Why do I feel this way? And if I come off just spewing it forth, how does that affect you? Because even if the message is spot on, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And yeah. when you start coming at somebody from an emotional standpoint. Pointing
1: fingers, saying you, you, you.
0: Right. Yeah. It, it can be very off-putting and that can start up a whole nother, mm-hmm. you know, cycle that you just don't even want to get into. So In this relationship, even though I feel very confident communicating my emotions, sometimes not so much in the moment. Sometimes I have to take a moment and take some time to figure out what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. More often than not, it's me telling you how I feel. And very rarely do you ever come to me and say, you know what you did, just... You know, I, I'm having a hard time with that. You you typically don't have those issues like I do. So, But I, I very much appreciate the fact that you listen to me mm-hmm. and go away, digest it, and then come back. Sometimes I think for individuals where one side needs that time and the other person doesn't, the person that doesn't need that time starts thinking, well, they don't care. They're not mm-hmm. they're not talking to me about this. Right. They don't want to talk about this. They're
1: ignoring me. They're ignoring me. We're they ignoring don't it. yeah.
0: They don't want to discuss this. Mm-hmm. When that's actually not true. It's just everybody digests it and, and comes to.
1: Well, and that's a time to say, you know, are you thinking about this? Or are you going to get back to me on this? Mm-hmm. Are, are, well, what, what can I expect here?
0: In a new relationship. Well, if you don't know, that's mm-hmm. how you communicate. Yeah. You know, I just need some time. Well, that's not a good mm-hmm. way to leave right. it with somebody <laughs> yeah. who needs answers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But even about hard subjects like sex. Oh, I said hard and sex in the same sense. I did hard sex. That's another show. Yeah, that's another show. We're going to be doing lots of shows. Mm
1: -hmm. And some will be sexy.
0: Yes. Many of them will be sexy. Will you
1: use your porn voice?
0: I don't know. Maybe that's just something I give to you.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) But they will be sexy. (laughs) But I mean, communicating about sex, I think, is one of the reasons why we wanted to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. From the get-go, we were able to talk about a very sensitive subject very early on mm-hmm. and get past it. Maybe that's episode number
1: two. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good episode number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, communicating, if you don't establish that that connection and that baseline of how you guys are going to communicate, you're really going to get just going backwards,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think. hmm if you don't have communication, you're not really going to have anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I should mention, and I may put this at the beginning of every show, that we are a real couple. Mm-hmm. We are recording this from our dining room. <laughs> We're not in a studio. We're authentic. This is not scripted. I mean, we do have some talking points and notes, but it is not a script by any means. So all of this is off the cuff. All of it is just, you know, bouncing off of each other. <laughs> Ooh, uh, <laughs> that could be fun. That could be fun, too. Um so if you you're going to hear bird noises, we have pets, we have cars going by, we live fairly close to a small airport. There may be planes,
0: dogs barking, dogs barking, people they, hooting yeah. and hollering. So
1: it's real. I mean, and and that's what this is about. Is just a real, authentic couple who just wants to have a conversation. And uh, we would welcome any questions that you have that you want us to talk about. You can put it on our podcast or on our Twitter channel for now. Um, JKP podcast.
0: They can email us.
1: Um, they can email us at J and K at jkpassion.com. and we'd be happy to talk about it. You well
0: know? that's what we're trying to create. We're trying mm-hmm. to create more of a lounge effect, a community, you
1: know. A lounge,
0: a lounge effect mm-hmm. where people come together and we have authentic conversations about what it is to be in a relationship with somebody it doesn't have to be hetero it doesn't have to have Mm -hmm. labels it doesn't have to identify one way or the other Mm -hmm. because we are here about the human experience correct First and foremost, we're all human. Love is love is love. It is. And that's all we need. It doesn't matter if
1: it's hetero, gay, right. lesbian, you know, G- LGBTQ+. Yes. Um, especially those. Especially those. And I may not know, but I have friends that I can ask. Yeah. And say, you know, what should I say in this situation? Do you want to be on our on our podcast and, and help us with this particular Topic
0: well help educate that's yeah. that's what we're trying to do is educate and inspire and we mm-hmm. are not Professionals we're in the sense we are we don't have PhDs. We're not mm-hmm. counselors mm-hmm. Although I do have my certification in life, life coaching. Coach. Yeah. yeah, but we just want to Empower and inspire people to have good fun relationships. That's the one thing mm-hmm. that I think and we're good, all fun sex Oh sex is the best that's part. important. It's the best part. Mm-hmm It's like the lollipop at the end of the day.
1: (laughs) How many licks does it take, baby? (laughs) Two. (laughs) (laughs) If I do it right.
0: (laughs) If I don't, three.
1: All right, so we are going to wrap this episode up. And um, there is one thing we want to do at the end of the show, and that is give everybody uh, homework (laughs)
0: I guess homework an
1: action item if you so choose sort of like a mission impossible if if you want to do it your call to action your call to action yes as they say in the social media world so your action item for the week is ask your partner what can I do for you today that's a powerful statement and if you already know just do it Right. Um, right but you know showing them that you care to ask they may not even come up with anything or they may say Oh, you can really, you know, take the garbage out today. You know, it may be something minor. It may be something built. Hey, can you build a shelf for me in the pantry today?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Ask. Right. Just ask. I mean, that alone is powerful. What can I do for you today? What's going to make your day better today? And can I do that?
0: Right. And I think, like you said, if if you already know, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Show somebody a little love today and see how far you get. Mm -hmm. See if it gets acknowledged. And if it doesn't, That might be telling you something.
1: <laughs> okay, with that, I think we're gonna get going. Uh remember, you can't say happiness without saying penis. <laughs> I love that saying. I
0: love that saying. You can't <laughs> say happiness without saying penis. Not that it's identifying or anything, but it's just funny. <laughs> and that's what we're about. Fun.
1: All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Ciao
0: for now. Bye.